Let's do it. Okay, boy, does that bring back memories. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Madonna, for making me smile today. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And I want to let everybody out there know that you all make me smile every day. Thank you for joining us here today. I want to uh, let you know that if you want to find out more about us and you want to listen to any of the shows that you may have missed, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Dan this morning and he mentioned that he was listening to my interview with Yuri Geller. And so all of the shows are on the website um, and you are welcome to download them. You are welcome to send the links to your friends. You are welcome to do whatever it is that you want to do in support of the show with them. We don't charge you. We don't have a membership club. And that's the way it has been from day one. And and that's what you all have said. So we're going to uh, be making some changes on that website. You're going to see a facelift go on with that as we launch Dr. Pat's Green Christmas Challenge, which if, which will then move to Dr. Pat's Green Challenge. Um, that website will be jam-packed with lots of information. We're going to have a green survey. And I'm going to be introducing you to Pat the Green Rat. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. Uh, and so we're getting ready to have a conversation with uh, Brent Wirtz. He's going to be joining us here today, uh, as I have my fingers crossed that that's going to happen. Uh, I think Devin and Bobby are in the process of contacting him. But let me tell you a little bit about who he is. Well, first of all, I want to tell you about the book that I have in front of me. Uh, it is Great Food, Great Beer. Uh, it's, a, it's a cookbook by uh, Anheuser-Busch. And it is about pairing up food with beer. Now... For many of you that are saying, I'm like big, not big on the beer, I got to tell you, some of these recipes in here, they will blow you away. And so we're going to be talking with Brent. He's a graduate of the prestigious Culinary Institute of America, and he knows a thing or two about food. Having worked for Anna Bush since 2002, he's a certified executive chef. He knows a thing or two about beer as well. So Brent joined uh, Kings Mill Resort and Spa, one of several commercial properties owned by Anheuser-Busch as vice president of food and beverage in 2002 in this position and uh, and that's a big job this is a big job for him he oversees the culinary experience of 11 food and beverage outlets including the bray bistro uh eagles regattas cafe marketplace moody's uh, tavern and the marina bar and grill he's also responsible for uh introducing uh trendy beer pairing dinners and what does that mean we're going to hear about what beer pairing is during which king's mill um guests sample the latest anheuser-busch brews uh, so forth and so on so he's joining us here today and we're going to be talking about what that means now for many of you uh i don't know if you if you are part of the beer drinking crowd or if you are part of the really great food crowd but this is a way to bring them back together uh and you know i i i, I was getting ready to do this show and i thought about a couple of different things i grew up in the bronx in case many of you don't know that, I was born in the Bronx, and I spent a lot of young my my young years in the Bronx. And if Benny were here, he'd probably give me a hard time about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I spent a lot of time at uh, Yankee Stadium, and the Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium, of course, uh, you, you know, old school Mickey Mantle, that kind of deal. 
uh, back then. And so I got introduced early on uh, with my dad and my uncles because those are the folks, my uncles pretty much are the folks, those are the folks that I hung out with. And we would go to Yankee Stadium and I always watched my uncle uh, just absolutely just engage and in this cold beer and this delicious hot dog. So I, I grew up watching this. And it's not a surprise that I spent like the first year that I had in my life that I spent that selling hot dogs. I mean, somehow I must have had if you're if you're like a, a therapist listening to the show, you're probably like doing a therapy session right now saying, oh, that was so programmed in Dr. Pat's brain that that's what she did. She started to pop out of the gate right uh, at high school time and was selling hot dogs. Well, that could be true. But when I was selling those hot dogs, I got a lot of free hot dogs. So that was good, too. So, you know, when uh, when. When we think about pairing up food and beer, I had no idea. Now, my uncle did. And my uncle, I would say, it was my Uncle Dickie. I think it was my Uncle Dickie. Um, I had an Uncle Dickie and Uncle Billy and Uncle Bobby and Uncle Johnny. That's it. So I think it was Dickie. Uh, I had no idea that you, there are certain beers, just like wine, that you have with certain food. And so the book that I have in front of me is Great Food, Great Beer. It talks about pairing beer with food. Now, putting the beer aside, for those of you that don't really are not interested in beer, but, you know, I, know, I, I hang out with some of you, so I know you are. Uh, what I want to say is that I had no idea there were different kinds of beers that go with different things. And as a matter of fact, when I open the book and I look at the glass, there is a way. This, this is like incredible to me. It's like I had no idea this exists. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this. And he said, well, you know, pretty much you grew up in a beer. You open the bottle and you, you grew up in, the, in New York. You open the bottle and you kind of drank the beer. And I said, no, that's not true. So there is really an art to all of this. So this book kind of shows you how to properly pour beer into a glass, which is kind of interesting. And then it shows you the different glasses available. Now, if you're living anywhere in an area where beer is a big thing, and I know that we've got some folks in Boston and folks like in Seattle that even when you watch the Rachel Ray show, the one thing that she takes you to in Seattle is what? A brewery. And so this is, I, I wanted to have this conversation because many of us are getting ready for the holiday. And so as we get ready for the holiday, is it important to know how to pair these up? So here's what I want to share with you. I opened the book up and I got past the beer section because that's what I did. I love the recipes in here. There is a recipe that I found in here, which um, because my stepmom was from, you know, the South, there was a recipe that I found in here, which is, okay, buttermilk oven fried okra. And all right, okay, so I know I'm losing a few of you. Hang with me on this. But I'm used to the way that we cook Oprah was such a messy deal that when my mom used to do this, you know, there would be Crisco f flying all over the kitchen. This recipe was so, is so good. So what it, it tells you to take yellow, uh, ground yellow cornmeal, which I love, um, kosher salt, black pepper, a pinch of cayenne, uh, a third cup buttermilk, a large egg, lightly beaten, and a pound of fresh okra pods. Now, 
this I like okra, so this is why I'm focusing on this right now. And so then you, you preheat the oven, right? As a matter of fact, I'm really thinking of taking this to an event I'm going through this weekend. And then in a shallow dish, you put the cornmeal, the salt, the pepper, the cayenne, and then you, you, know, you stir it together with the whisk. You put it aside. So then in a large bowl, you do the buttermilk and the egg, and then you put that together. You add the okra, and you toss, and you let it stand three minutes. The next thing you do is you take the okra and the cornmeal mixture, and you put that all together, and you lay it out in a single layer on a baking sheet. You drizzle it with olive oil, and you roast it for 40 minutes. And then you sprinkle it with uh, the remaining salt and serve. My my um, my stepmom, because my dad was Italian, I don't know, she put Parmesan cheese on it. I don't even know what that means, but it tasted really good. So here, you know, I'm looking at this recipe. But what the book does is it then tells you how to serve that or what to serve it with. So then it says serve it with an American-style premium lager. And so each one of these has a different kind of uh of beer that it suggests okay so then on this on the same page next to it there is this scalloped uh vidalia onions or better yet you can look at whatever state you're from and see whatever onion that is and so uh, so there are different recipes in the book that have to do with different beers and i thought wow this is kind of interesting let's have a great conversation but more importantly the recipes in this book are amazing and i thought i was going to get a book like this and i was going to look at some of these recipes and they would just be borderline not very healthy they're they're just incredible there's a grilled salmon recipe in here uh and then there are you know fish taco recipes in here marinated cucumber salad in here there's a, an incredible moroccan veg, vegetable stew that is in here and then as they go through the book they recommend the different kind of beer to go with this so you know it's been a whole new interesting experience uh in taking a look at this but the recipes are like incredible i've got this one that i'm looking at it's spinach with pine nuts and raisins well i love spinach i know to put pine nuts in it but i never thought to put raisins in it so i want to give you this recipe when we come back from break because many of you are like tapped into the vegetables and when we come back i'm going to be talking about brussels sprouts with parmesan and spinach with pine nuts and raisins and so we'll talk about some of that uh and much more more when we come back stay tuned you're listening to the dr pat show hopefully we'll be able to get brent on the phone here if not i'm just going to hang out with you we'll open up the phone lines and you could join in stay tuned we'll be right back after this break Dr. Pat of the Dr. Pat Show. I am thrilled to be bringing you this incredible offer from Lloyd Wright. Lloyd was a very special guest of mine on the Dr. Pat Show. He has come back to the table to give each and every one of you that calls this number a copy of his book. If you call this number, 877-676-1615, 877-676-1655, you'll get a copy of Lloyd's book, Triumph Over Hepatitis C. Carol Haywood Babrowski is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her 
observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. Being a mother is amazing, but it's not always easy, at least until now, on the It's All About You seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera. Join the Mom's Town moms, Mary Goulet and Heather Ryder, on April 5th to the 12th, 2008, on this illuminating excursion, where you'll find real advice on how to balance your love, family, work, money, and health. Bring back the life you crave. Attendance is limited, so call now. I can do it at C.com. Chocolate, not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate, highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. Life with chocolate. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the upcoming Extraordinary People 2008, a five-part lecture series beyond words. Five nights, five extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Greg Braden, Alan Cohen, Deepak Chopra, John Holland, and Ayanla Van Zandt, all right here in Seattle. Save by purchasing the entire series and get five for the price of four. Series tickets are on sale right now. Go to the drpatshow.com for dates, information, and to purchase your series tickets right now. Single tickets will be available for purchase on December 1st. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to the drpatshow.com for more information and to purchase your series tickets now. Series tickets would make a delightful stocking stuffer for someone you care about this holiday season. Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150. Moss grows fat on a rolling stone, but that's not how it used to be. Ah, yeah. Just a sing for the kids. Oh, my God, am I feeling dated, dated, dated. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Yep, as I said before... Brent is in the house. We're talking about, uh, well, uh, food and beer pairing. Brent, thank you so much. I gave you this great introduction. I talked about some of the recipes. I gave my story about Yankee Stadium. And I had no idea that, uh, you know, the way that we consume beer is similar to the way that we consume wine in that there are foods that go with it and food that don't. Oh, absolutely. And first of all, it's great to be here. It's great to chat with you all today. Um, it is, it is a, just as imperative when, when looking at beer as it is when looking at wine. I mean, if, if you just take, let's say, for example, a Bud Light. You, yeah. know, you think of Bud Light, it's crisp, it's clean, it's kind of very refreshing, quick, you know, quick through the palate, wonderful thing. If we were to pair that with something, let's say, like brie cheese, mm. you know, it, it kind of coats the palate with fat, and it, you know, it, it tends to have a little bit shorter of a finish for cheese, so that Bud Light and the brie just go wonderfully together. So just, just in the same way you look at wine and food, we look at beer and food. 
Well, you know, you have a great way of really taking us uh, through this, talking about the different foods, and especially there's even a demo in the book on how to how to how to pour the beer. You know, let's talk a little bit about the pairing because I mean, how did you come to be the spokesperson for this conversation, and where did these recipes come from? Uh, I, I currently work at uh, the Kingsmill Resort and Spa, which is owned by Anheuser Busch. So I live in and amongst the world of beer. <laughs> I mean, I'm absolutely swimming it every day. So over the years, I've been a chef for 25 plus years. And once I came to work here, it, it, this beer element kind of came in, and it was really something new. It, it's certainly something different. It's not something that everybody does. And you know, in the world, everyone's looking for what's coming around the corner next. What's the next cool thing? What can we do to kind of what can we be cool with? And this is certainly it. So when I got here, I, I got to kind of be dunked in beer, you know, understand it, how it's produced, how it's made, what it does, and then actually sit down and taste beer. Most people don't taste their beer. Right. I mean, I mean, if you think about in probably your Yankee story, you know, you, you, you took the beer and you slushed it back and you put it down and you went on. It, it, helped, really... it helped get the hot dog down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you, know, you probably didn't put the Bud Light in a champagne flute. No. Give it a little bit of a twist, you know, <laughs> smell it for its aroma, taste it, actually taste it, and then kind of sit and think of what foods go well with it. But I know here at Kingsmill, I do beer and food events on a daily basis. I mean, most of we have four restaurants here, and all are kind of driven through beer and food and different kind of pairings and so forth. And it's just a wonderful thing, because when people come here, not only do they get to eat interesting things, but they get to learn about something that they just don't know much about. Well, it's really an interesting conversation. I mean, some of these recipes were, you know, pretty uh, interesting to take a look at and look at the, you know, the different things. For example, I was looking at the sausage and potato skillet. Okay, going back to my childhood again. And I was looking at that. And, you know, even with that, I wouldn't have thought that there would be a different kind of beer with that. And so uh, it looks like you're recommending a dark beer. Um, what is, how do you pronounce it? The Marzen? Yeah, the Marzen. Yeah. And so what is the difference between uh, a lager like that and something like, uh, uh, you know, a pale ale? Now, I would say that both the, the Marzen and the pale ale are both medium-bodied. You know, the difference really being that in the pale ale you have a higher hop. There, there's much more hops in there. So, therefore, you're going to get that real bitter tone. Where contrasting that in the Marzen or the Oktoberfest kind of style of beer... You're going to have a great balance between the maltiness and the hoppiness. You, get, you bring some of the sweet in, and you get a little better balance there. It's not quite as hoppy. It's going to have a little bit more color. That comes from the malt, and you're going to have that natural mm -hmm. you know, maple syrup sweetness. So one, one's going to be a little bit more dry and bitter, and the other one's going to be a little bit sweeter and fuller. Okay. Now, I have a friend that, uh, you know, you go over, and there is one beer that is in her refrigerator, and one beer only, and it's Michelob. And I wanted God to... Bless her, by the way. Yes. <laughs> you know, when I told her that, that uh, we were talking to you and I was getting the book, she's like, okay, you absolutely need to give me the book. And so I wanted to say, I mean, as much as she likes Mick and, you know, that's her thing, it goes with certain things and it doesn't go with others. Or am I wrong? Oh, you're absolutely right. I think it, when, you, when you think of beers, you almost have to start, you know, as a, as a novice, first of all, you've got to make, make sure you have fun doing this. You've probably never done it before. If you can have fun doing it, if you look at Michelob, if you look at the strength of the beer, I, when I look at what beer with what food, I kind of narrow right in and, and take a taste and just get the overall strength of that beer. Mm. And that's really going to come from the hops and the malt and see what the, you know, and you're going to visually look at a Bud Light and visually look at a Michelob, you're going to automatically, okay, you know, the Michelob's going to be a little bit stronger based on its color. 
So once you kind of get its color and get its body down, then you need to look at kind of the nuances that hops bring to it relative to the bitterness, and then I can just kind of pair from there. Okay. Now, there are some beers that I didn't even know about. For example, I was looking at one of the recipes. You could tell I've been looking at this book. As a matter of fact, I I commented that I'm going to make a couple of these at some of the parties I'm going to go to uh, over the holiday. But there is this this, uh, sausage and shrimp recipe, and it has a dry stout um, served with it. And it's I I think it's called bare knuckle stout. And it's dark. It seems like it's dark. So is that one of the heavier? Absolutely. Absolutely, is bare knuckle okay. stout is, is Anheuser Busch's version of a of a dark stout. And and do you pair that with? I mean, I'm trying to to really uh, get a sense of this. Do you pair that with like? I mean, it's paired with sausage and shrimp. Is there like a, a formula for looking at that, or it, does it again depend on the, the the taste and the robustness of what you're cooking? It, it probably a little bit of both. I mean, we could go through it kind of quickly. If you think Bud Please. Light. You could think shrimp, you could think chicken. You know, you know, you think a, a lighter beer, an American Pilsner with maybe lighter foods. And then as you get into, we talked about the Michelob. The Michelob has a, a, a wonderful new all-malt recipe that's going to get in that medium hop category. So then you could look at veal. You probably look at a, at a light beef dish, maybe like a filet that's not so big and strong. And you can also look at a, a stronger fish maybe in the snapper, you know, in the, in the red snapper kind of area. And then as you get into the stouts, as you mentioned, you know, a big sausage has lots of seasonings, lots of different spices in it. You could look, certainly look at like a braised item, maybe like asobuco. In the fish category, you get into the bigger fish like the game fish. You know, that might be a, you know, a good strong salmon or, or maybe bluefish or something along those lines. So you're kind of looking just you know, at, the, at the strength of the beer relative to the strength of the food. So when I before you came on, I was talking with our listeners about a couple of recipes. One was um, a, a scallop Vidalia onion re- recipe that was in here. And what was mentioned in here is served with a honey-flavored specialty beer, such as Michelob. And this is why, again, I'm going back to my friend, because I want to give her some alternatives, okay? Michelob honey lager. I had never heard of that before. Yeah, Mickey, Michelob honey lager is a, a, a slightly, it's a, it's a medium-bodied lager that has just has a nice, sweet tone to it and therefore i'm looking at the sweetness in the scallop mm-hmm. and the sweetness in the beer those two are going to pair and balance very well mm-hmm. you know the scallop is a medium bodied in in the you know in the flavor of fish it's, it, it's not not as light as some but it's not light as salt let's say but it's, mm-hmm. so it's medium bodied just like that beer is as well as that sweetness i'm kind of pulling those two together and they make they just make a wonderful pairing then. okay i wanted to okay because you know what i got stuck um devin and i we were getting ready for the show and and contacting you and so i was uh i was in the dessert section of the book which as a matter of fact there's a recipe in here that i'm absolutely going to take to an event that i'm going to and it has to do uh it's the it's the one that's uh, the banana one but in this section there are also beers that are aligned with certain desserts tell us a little bit about that yeah i think you know initially Beer and dessert tends to be off for some people, for whatever reason. It just doesn't sound like it makes sense. But we'll consider something like an Amberbach. I use Amberbach with dessert quite a bit. Uh-huh. Amberbach is a, a full-body Bach, and, and because of the, the amount we roast, you get these flavors of coffee and caramel, and you know they're the, the natural flavors that come out of roasting the malt and so forth. So you can pick up on those nuances and then match them with desserts, particularly chocolate in this case. I mean, mm. if, if we did a, a chocolate cappuccino tart, with Amberbach, you'd be kind of taking the, the, the chocolate flavor will kind of go great with that stout. And then also you're picking up those coffee nuances. And um, I do, when I do the beer dinners here, I kind of get out and I talk between each course. And one of the things we do is we serve an Amberbach tart, just chocolate tart. Very simple. You really just make a tart dough. You make a ganache. Instead of using all the cream you normally would to loosen up the chocolate, you put a little beer in there. Mm. 
So you put that on the plate, you put a strawberry on the plate, and then you also put a little bit of caramel sauce. And what I do is have, have, the, have the folks taste each one separately. And uh, you, you got to try it. It'll, it'll just knock you backwards when you sit there and say, geez, this caramel and this beer, the beer will change with each one of those ingredients. I mean, the beer just kind of molds itself to it. It's, it's, it's kind of an amazing process that I always do with the dinners here, and it just, you know, the eyes wide open kind of look from the guests. Well, I mean, clearly this is, um, I, I mean, th- this is an incredible book that you all have put together. I want to make sure our listeners know how to find out more and where they can get a copy of, of the book with all of these incredible recipes in here. And to get, you know, for, for those folks that are going to be um, out there on the holidays and they're going to be, um, you know, entertaining and bringing uh, people into their homes. I mean, this would be a way to sort of add a different flavor to what they serve and how they go about it. So how can people find out more about this, Brent? Well, this book is published by Sunset Books, and it'll be available in retail stores nationwide in early January. Okay, great. It's currently in Sam's Club and so forth and and folks like that, but it'll be nationwide. You think of all the big book conglomerates, it'll be throughout those after the first year. But to your point is is that it's a wonderful, it's a new thing. And new things are really cool to, to particularly Americans. We just think, you know, what's coming next? What's the coolest thing? The next time, even for the holidays, you have a cocktail party and you had Bud Light, put the glass, you know, put the bottle down and get out your champagne flutes and pour a little Bud Light in the champagne flute and just look at the different, I mean, people look at you like you're crazy and then they go, oh, you know, this is, this is kind of nice. It right? is different. It tastes completely different. It does. Wow. Thank you so much, Brent, for joining us here today. Uh, and if, with your permission, I'd love to continue to give people some of the recipes in the book. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great, great time. Take your message out into the world. Stand tall. Know that you're loved. Know that you're blessed. I'll see you right back here, same time, next time.